In this episode, I talk about my experience with the Whole30 Challenge and what you can take away from it if you decide to do it yourself. Get excited because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode of the show, I want to talk about my experience with the Whole30 Challenge or diet or lifestyle or whatever they call themselves. Um, So I would say a little over a month ago at this point, maybe 40 or 45 days, uh, I decided I'm going to commit and do Whole30. And for those of you who don't know what it is, Whole30 is a uh, diet, let's call it, for the purposes of this episode, let's call it a diet. It's a diet that forces you to eliminate basically anything uh, processed, any added sugars and uh, many grains and beans and so on and so forth as well. So even some natural things you're not allowed to have. And the purpose of it is actually not about weight loss. The, the real purpose of it is about helping you to identify the foods that affect your energy levels, affect your uh, your bloating uh, that you might be reacting to in negative ways, but that we aren't aware of because they're often mixed in with other foods. And so you strip your uh, diet back to the bare basics, like basically just vegetables and meat and fruit. You strip it back to the bare, bare basics. And then from there, you start to slowly add back in some things. So it's kind of a cleanse, kind of a diet. Uh, It's really not meant to be a lifestyle change, but it's meant to retrain your body uh, to crave different foods. It's meant to retrain your mind and the way that you think about foods. And really the benefit is that at the end of it, you theoretically have a much better relationship to food and that can help you build a lifestyle that you're happy with for the long term. So I decided to do this about a month ago, a little over a month ago, primarily because I honestly just didn't like my relationship to food. You know, I was, uh, I've been really stressed for a long time and I am a stress eater. And and so over the last six, seven months, I kind of developed these just really bad practices and really bad habits and, and uh, trained my body to crave the wrong things. So eating like McDonald's breakfast every morning because it was across the street from my job or uh you know, just eating too much, like bringing a healthy lunch and then also going out and buying wings with it. Um, and and I, I just wasn't happy with what I was putting into my body. I knew it was causing me to be lethargic and bloated and, and just not feel great. And I knew that it wasn't going to take me where I wanted to go. It wasn't going to be able to fuel me in the way that I needed to be fueled in order to accomplish the things I wanted to accomplish. And so In my opinion, I've always been a big fan of like drastic resets of going so far to the extreme in the direction you want to go that it becomes easy to maintain a less extreme version of that. And and so that's why I decided, okay, Whole30 works for me because I want to cut out everything for a short period of time, go so far in the extreme of uh, the direction I want to be in so that at the end of it, when I start to incorporate more of the things I like that aren't necessarily uh, compliant, uh, I can just 
do it pretty easily. Like it, it won't be that big of a struggle to maintain a balance between them because I've I've already survived the the extreme version. So that's why I chose to do it. And um, let me tell you, it you know I I finished it. I was pretty strict the entire time. There were two periods where I ended up cheating. Uh, so one was planned about halfway through on day 14, I believe, uh, was Rachel's mother's birthday. And we had, we had this plan. We were doing a surprise party at a restaurant. And when you're on Whole30, there's really no restaurant options that work. Um, like most places, even if the food is healthy, like a salad or whatever it is, like there's added stuff in it that wouldn't be Whole30 compliant. So I decided, okay, that day I'm going to, or rather for that meal, I'm going to just not worry about it, still get the healthiest thing I can get, but not worry if it's compliant or not. Um, And then the second was uh, day 24, I believe. I ended up getting really sick that day and like to the point where I, I couldn't, eat anything. Like I, I couldn't uh, keep any food down. I, I didn't have any appetite. And so I ended up eating just crackers for most of that day uh, because it was the only thing that I could actually get down and maintain. And, and so I allowed myself to cheat on that day because it was necessary, because uh, it, it just, there was no way that I was going to be able to maintain my, my eating schedule and, and eat properly and have enough food in my stomach to get better if I didn't just allow myself to to have crackers or, or whatever I needed, uh, so those are the only two cheat days, and I'm I'm glad I did them. But uh, the results were incredible. So I mean, it's 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 just insane. It's really really nuts what came out of doing this, and I'm so incredibly happy that I did. And and so. I want to talk about that. I want to share, you know, results weight loss wise, results diet wise, uh, just energy wise, all of those things. Uh, but I'm going to do that after this break. So make sure you stick around, and uh, I'll, I'll talk to you in a bit. Support for this episode comes from Health IQ. Health IQ is an insurance company that helps people like you and me, health conscious folks, find life insurance rates that are way cheaper than the rest of the competition. And I'm a big fan of Health IQ because they they seem to have built a system that allows us, allows people who work hard to be healthy, allows people who uh, put in the work, go out and work out every day or run or, or do something that is active to save money on their life insurance, as it should be. Why shouldn't you be rewarded for being healthy, for choosing to put in the work and to be consistent and to stay healthy when it's not an easy thing to do, when our society doesn't make it that easy. That's why I'm a huge fan of Life IQ. Wow. That's why I'm a huge fan of Health IQ, and it's why I decided to partner with them for this episode and a few others that you've already heard because they care about being health conscious. They care about encouraging people to actually improve the quality of their lives, to extend their life, to to be healthier, to eat healthier, to uh, live healthier, and to live better. I'm such a big fan of that because as you guys know, that's exactly what I try to do. So 
if you want to find out whether or not you qualify, because that is you know one of their things is you have to qualify. If you want to find out, just head over to healthiq.com slash tiny leaps. That's healthiq.com slash tiny leaps to find out whether or not you qualify for massive savings on your life insurance to help you as a health conscious person pay less for the thing that uh, you you know you need, you know you want, but it just doesn't make sense to pay full price for it. When we are more likely to live longer, when we are more likely to be healthier for longer, it doesn't make sense to pay full price for that. So head over to healthiq.com slash tiny leaps right now. Take their quick quiz to see whether or not you qualify. And if you do, you could be saving like 30% on your life insurance. So head over to healthiq.com slash tiny leaps and uh, let them know I sent you. So my results with this were incredible. Uh, so uh, let, let's start with the most important piece of this, right? So at the end of my 30 days, and remember, this was just 30 days, three zero days. At the end of it, I lost 10 pounds. So I was average 187, uh, actually, I guess 11 pounds, because I was average 187 when I started. I fluctuated between like water weight and that sort of stuff, but it was like 187 to 189. And uh when I weighed myself at the end, I was 176, which is incredible. Like that is such a massive drop. Now, since then, since I've started, now since then, since I've started to reincorporate some uh, of the foods that I love into my diet, as well as alcohol and, and that sort of thing, I've probably gained four pounds. I actually, haven't had a chance to weigh myself since, but I, I didn't expect to stay at one seventy six because eating the way that that Whole Thirty requires you to is not a sustainable lifestyle choice. It's not something I wanted to have for my the entire rest of my life. I wanted to reincorporate wine. I wanted to reincorporate cheese. I wanted to reincorporate dessert. I wanted to be able to, to enjoy those things. Uh, the purpose for me was really to just get my base level to a good place so that if we're following Pareto's principle, if 80% of my eating is spot on amazing, then it allows me to enjoy that last 20%. So that was the first big benefit. I lost 10 pounds on this insane diet for 30 days and it felt amazing. Like my energy levels immediately went up. It was so clear during this process that uh, food really affects your ability to focus. It affects your productivity, affects your energy levels all day. Like I had multiple days where I just didn't need coffee, which is insane for me because just a few months ago, I was a three or four cup a day person. And now like I barely finished one cup and I've, I've just got all this energy all day long. I've, I've got like the ability to focus and pay attention and get stuff done at a rapid rate all because I'm eating better. Like that, that's insane to me. And I know, I know we hear this all the time, but if you're anything like me, you've heard it you just aren't quite sure whether or not you believe it. Like that's how I felt. Like, can it really make that big of a difference? I don't eat that unhealthy. You know, I I, I wasn't like stuffing Big Macs into my face every single meal, but it's shocking how much of a difference it actually makes. It really is truly shocking. Uh, so those were the first two major benefits. One, I lost ten pounds. Two, I I gained enormous energy. I was drinking more water. I was eating healthier. I was, I, I just had so much energy. Uh, and the third big benefit is that 
it lasts. And what I mean is that your taste buds really do change. I did an episode a, a while back about gut. Uh, I did an episode a while back about gut bacteria and the role that plays in uh, driving the things that you desire and the, the taste buds that you have and so on and so forth. And so that was actually one of the big experiments I wanted to do with this was if I ate healthy for 30 days, would that change the gut bacteria that I have and allow it to drive more of the healthy bacteria, the stuff that wants healthy foods, the vegetables, the fruits, so on and so forth. And uh, I think it worked. Like I really honestly believe that it, it did. Like I started craving foods I've never liked, like cucumber. I hated the taste of cucumber, and now I actually kind of enjoy it. Like I, I, I started enjoying cabbage. I started enjoying uh, just all these vegetables that I've never, never in my life enjoyed. The other day, I like was craving Brussels sprouts. What? That that's insane. I've never in my life wanted to eat Brussels sprouts, and here I am, like specifically going to the store just to get them and roast them and and have it with potatoes or something like that. So for those three reasons, I highly recommend it. It's only 30 days. 30 days is not that long. It actually goes by very quickly, especially after the first week, which is probably the toughest period. But at the end of it, you really come out with a better understanding of why you like the foods you like, liking better foods and different foods, and just better understanding of how you should feel after you eat, what it should feel like in your body when you eat well, as opposed to how we normally eat, which may not be that bad, but there is a difference in how you feel. Um, and, and so where I want to end this is just giving you some advice. If you're going to try this, here's some of the stuff that I learned while doing it. So first of all, um, you really have to read your labels, like that is probably the biggest thing that shocked me because the whole point of Whole30 is to cut out preservatives, to cut out uh, any of like the chemicals that go into food. And, and so there's two or three big things you need to look for. Of course, added sugar, MSG, and um, a few others. And they have that on the website. But you really just have to read your labels because there's so many things that I thought would be Whole30 friendly and they just weren't. Like, for example, I get um, this uh, pack of turkey bacon at Trader Joe's that is real, like it, it's perfectly real. There's no preservatives in it. There's, there's nothing. Um, but there's a tiny bit of added sugar. And just that tiny bit, while it still might be healthy, is not Whole30 compliant. And, and so you really have to look out for those things that are healthy and are perfectly fine to put into your body. But if you're going to follow the rules of Whole30, just are not compliant. And I highly recommend doing your best to follow it to a T for those 30 days. Because at the end, you can always you know, introduce those things back. But you don't get the same benefit, the same discipline of checking your labels if you just allow those things to slide throughout the process. So that's the first thing. Really become just, just neurotic about reading your food labels. Like really, really just get in there and, and read as much of it as you can. The second thing I would recommend is to uh, just honestly remove bad stuff from your fridge. You know, I, I, part of why I struggled, quite honestly, so I, I live with Rachel, I live with my girlfriend, and uh, we obviously do groceries together, we usually cook together, so on and so forth, and she was not doing Whole30. Now, she was incredibly supportive throughout, but I also didn't want her to have to sacrifice things she wanted just because I was doing a, th- a thing. And, and so 
we kept some of uh, the really tempting food in our uh, pantry, in our fridge, and so on and so forth. And it took a lot of willpower for me to not in- in- engage. It took a lot of willpower for me to not uh, just cave and, and have a piece of healthy dark chocolate or have a, a small glass of wine or, you know, those things that I really love and aren't necessarily the worst things in the world, but, you know, aren't compliant. So if you're in a position to just take the extra step and stop buying the bad stuff, remove it from your pantry, remove it from your fridge altogether, it might feel bad to throw it out or, or something like that. And uh, you don't have to throw it out if you don't want to, but I, I just would do my best to not have it. And then the third piece of advice I have, the third thing that I want you to walk away with is to remember that uh, you've got to sort of plan it, right? So if it's only 30 days, you, you should pick a point where it's going to be easier. So I specifically did mine in March because February was was a pretty tough period. And April is was pretty tough. I've got my birthday. I've got Rachel's. I've got my mom's. I've got my grandma's. Uh, we're taking a vacation at the end of this month. Like there's there's a lot of stuff going on in April that would have made it really difficult and quite honestly annoying to do then. And so March was the best month. There was the least amount of travel. There was the least amount of events that I, it, it just was easier to say no to things because I could get into a routine. I could make all my meals and. I didn't have to worry about sacrificing on something I really wanted to do. And, and so that's, that's my third piece of advice is look at your year, look at the calendar and choose a period of time that is more convenient. And people always say, you know, forget convenience. Like if you really want this, just work at it, blah, blah, blah. I don't believe that. I believe we need to build change into our lives. We need to find a way to make it as simple as possible in order for change to stick, in order to start, because starting is the hardest part of creating change. Starting is the most frustrating part. And, and so if you can make it as easy as possible to start by planning ahead, by picking dates that are, are convenient, by playing to what your life requires, all of a sudden it becomes much, much easier. It becomes something that you can do and you don't have to worry about it as much. So those are my three pieces of advice. So those are my three pieces of advice. Uh, you know, take them or leave them. It's up to you. But definitely, definitely check out Whole Thirty if trying to eat healthier is something you care about. Uh, it is restrictive. It is uh, tough. It is challenging. There's a lot of willpower required. But at the other end of it, you'll come out in a much better place with a much better relationship to your food. So with that said, if you haven't already, click that subscribe button. Definitely, definitely subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this because it's the best way to make sure you never miss a new episode. And why would you want to miss new episodes when I'm dropping fire like this one was? So click that subscribe button and uh, I'll see you in the next episode. I've been Greg Clunas. Thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate your time and your your patience and, and just your willingness to show up with each of these episodes. And remember that all big changes come from the... Wow. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.